Hi, this is Arvind Tally with Elixir Mortgage Lending. And in this week's episode of our podcast, wanted to speak regarding JV contracts. JV contracts is uh, joint venture letters uh, borrowers can write. And uh, in most cases, asset-based financing, but the lenders, they require the borrower to be under an entity or at least prefer it. And as far as investment properties go, the biggest challenge with them in the today's marketplace is they just require a lot more down than previous market. Um, in the previous market, there were so many different options for loans that pretty much as long as somebody was able to run their social security number and had a heartbeat was able to get. And uh, that's not the case anymore. As an asset-based loan, they want the borrowers to have skin in the game uh, or have a massive amount of experience to work in. And as far as when there is a new investor coming in and trying to figure out ways to get into the marketplace, it is very challenging, especially because of the downs and today's prices in the market. With the uh, property values rising and at the place that they're at, when we're talking about 15% to 40% down minimum or some cases uh, at at least 25 or 30% down. These are hefty downs in this market. And um, entities, they could basically do a JV contract or individuals with another individual or multiple individuals or an entity or multiple entities. And uh, when they come to an agreement, a lot of times, Whoever is putting the down payment might say, like, for example, the down payment that uh, we're helping you with, uh, you owe us, for example, at the rate of 5%, 6%, 10%, whatever the rate is, a month until you are able to pay us that back and um, pay us back with the interest that we require. In the case, when you draw up a letter for a JV contract, you want to make sure that the property that is uh, that is uh, being um, that is the subject property is addressed as far as their address is posted, the date that the letter is drawn up, all parties involved need to be signing and dating, and they you do need to briefly describe uh, what this fund is going to be used for. In this case, if it's a JV contract, is to be used for a down payment on a property. And for the most part, it's not a complicated thing. Anybody could draw one up. There are a whole bunch of templates on Google for this. And as far as JV contracts go, um, it, it really isn't complicated. But the part that may be a little bit more challenging with JV contracts is not many lenders out there accept them. In the private uh, lending sector, it's not uncommon for a JV contract to be drawn up and used. But if the standard hard money lender or the standard just uh, bridge loan or fix and flip lenders, they may not accept JV contracts, just a heads up. And as far as um, there's different ways to go about getting funds besides a JV contract for a down payment, for those borrowers who are self-employed and own their own company, 
you can and you own your own property with good equity position um, one way is obviously if you have a lot of equity in your property is to refinance cash out refinance and take that money out that would be perhaps a, a cheaper way of doing it but if for whatever reason um, maybe the income is not there and qualifications is more challenging you can cross uh, collateralize uh, the uh, using your business and the equity in the property to take money out in most cases we can go to 70% loan to value this type of financing is probably on the hard money side of financing and it definitely a little not little bit it is more expensive to do so it is probably more what i consider a bailout loan or a loan of last resort and if all other um, avenues have been exhausted and uh, there was no luck this would be the last final route that you can uh, visit but it is not something that you just run and go because with and the reason is there's more options out there that are going to be cheaper um, as far as this week's episode uh, we covered JV contracts which is a way to get money for a down payment on an investment property and cross collateralizing which you can use your business and the equity you have in your personal residence or investment properties to pull out um, to be able to utilize for next week's episode we are going to uh, have a guest and our guest next week uh, it's going to be on a little bit different type of financing so stay tuned and we'll go from there you have a great week until next time